Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. Great to be with you again this morning. Uh, this is a busy week, and I've got these housekeeping things, so I hope you all will bear with me, have patience with me in sharing these things with you because they are important. First of all, I've been telling you about the Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. It's coming up just on Monday now. That's only, what, four days away, um, five days away. We will be having it at the Chesapeake Marriott Hotel at 10 a.m., promptly at 10 a.m. The tickets are $35. Tickets are available at thecall.org. But we need you to purchase your ticket today because we have to give a final count tomorrow morning, end of day today. But we're, we're up to the point of giving a final count right now. So we're trying to squeeze everybody in. You know what usually happens with these breakfasts? Invariably, on the morning of the breakfast, we have people calling or showing up and saying, well, can I get in? And believe it or not, we've actually had to say, well, no, we don't have any space now. It's, it's full. Uh, and I hate to do that to people. I don't know why some people do wait until the last minute, but don't wait until the last minute. If you're interested in going, go ahead and make the commitment now. You can buy tickets at thecall.org. That's T-H-E-C-A-L-L-E-D. Just like it sounds, thecalled.org. However, if you want complimentary tickets, I now know exactly how many complimentary tickets I have left. I have exactly 13. I have exactly 13. We will be giving those complimentary tickets away on a first come, first serve basis. If you want to be a part of the breakfast, at, at least right now, that's the number of tickets I've got, 13. If you want to come and you can't afford to pay, or you want to come and you want to bring people who can't afford to pay, you've got to go online and reserve your tickets now. And please don't reserve tickets you're not going to use because we want to be able to use them for somebody who really will be coming. If you reserve tickets, know that you're committed to coming, okay? Uh, that's thecall.org. You click on contact and the contact page will come up at the bottom. On the right-hand side of the page, it will say, uh, sign up for MLK Breakfast. You can sign up there. That's where you don't pay, you just say, I'd like to reserve two tickets or three tickets or four or five. It, it, keep it to a, a minimum of five. We prefer just two per person. But we realize sometimes people have families and they want the, their older uh, kids to come and that kind of thing. Uh, we don't, young children don't come to the breakfast because you don't want a young child trying to sit there for two hours and absorb what's going on at a, at a formal event like this. But they want to bring their teenagers or, you know, their, their um early adolescence, and we want to make it available to you, okay? So, go to thecall.org to either purchase tickets, $35 each, or to sign up for complimentary tickets. We've had people calling the church and, and calling my office and say, I want the tickets, but I don't know how to get them. Um, the only place you can get the tickets is thecalled.org, okay? thecall.org. Now, you can call the church if you didn't catch that for some reason. Number is very simple, 757-485-7777. 757-485-7777. It's a very simple number to remember. All right, so that's, that's out of the way. That's coming up this Monday, 
at 10 a.m. at the Chesapeake Marriott, 725 Woodlake Drive. As you can see, the keynote speaker is Pastor Iverson Jackson, pastor of Zoe Church in Little Rock, Arkansas, and U.S. Army retired lieutenant colonel. The man's got a lot to say, and believe me, you will enjoy hearing him. So I hope you can come. The other thing I want to mention is because <laughs> we're getting the same thing with regard to the book. People calling the church, I want to get the book, but how do I get it? I want to sign up as a Patriot Partner. How do I do that? Once again, if you simply want to buy the book. Now, remember, we're offering the book free to Patriot Partners, people who sign up for a minimum of $25 a month or give a one-time gift of $500 on an honors basis committing that I'm gonna stick with you from year to year. So in other words, I'm gonna give a minimum of $500 every year to your organization. And that, that's what makes you a Patriot Partner. Uh, a one-time gift is really not what Patriot Partners are designed for, but really designed for people who wanna partner with us and wanna keep with us and stay with us, stick with us. Now, to sign up as a Patriot Partner and get the free not only signed, but numbered copy of my book, go to standamerica.us. That's a different place, standamerica.us. Let me repeat it again, standamerica.us. You sign up there as a Patriot Partner of a minimum of $25 a month, and we will send you a signed and numbered copy of the book, okay? Signed and numbered. Now. The next number that's scheduled to be signed, somebody, somebody said, I want the next number, but they weren't quite sure how to sign up. We're not giving them the number until they sign up. But the next numbered book to go out will be number 18. Number 18. So if you want number 18, now you can't call and tell me I want number 20, I want 21. <laughs> I'm not good. We can't, we can't get into that, folks. That, that would be a, an administrative nightmare trying to do that. So you're going to have to trust God to give you the right number, okay? Uh, but if you want number 18, that's what's available right now. You go and sign up as the next Patriot Partner, and I will sign and number your book, number 18, okay? If you just want to buy the book, you say, well, you know, Bishop Jackson, I really can't. I can't do that right now. I'd love to, but I can't but I want to get a copy of the book, go to Fidelis. Forgive me, folks. I keep saying Fidelis. That's my publisher. Go to FaithfulText.com. That's Fidelis' website, by the way. FaithfulText.com. Now, again, that, I'm sorry. I'm giving you three different websites, but they're all simple. Faithful Text is just like it sounds. Faithful, F-A-I-T-H-F-U-L, text, T-E-X-T.com. Now, when you buy the book from our publisher, that's our publisher's website, you'll get a 15% discount off the cost of the book, okay? The book retails at $29. You'll get a 15% discount off the cost of the book, okay, if you go to Fidelis. Now, the book launches officially on January the 18th. That's mean that, that means that's when it will be in the bookstores. That's when it will be available on, to, to order and get it sent immediately from Amazon, Amazon. Uh, from Books A Million, from uh, Barnes and Noble, and, and, and uh, other places where books are stolen. Where the stole is right. Don't steal my book, please. Where books are sold. Okay. Um, and by the way, the books are going to be in uh, Andrew Womack's 
uh, bookstore. Uh, he and I have already talked about that. He wants, he wants some books in the bookstore, so they'll be there. So if you're an Andrew Womack uh, supporter and you're, maybe you go out there or you want to order the book through him, we're going to make sure that it's available there. I don't think we've gotten it there yet, but it will soon be there. Okay? All right. I, those are the housekeeping items that they are now out of the way. And actually, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing this more and more quickly. Thank God. Well, look, uh, there's a very serious matter to discuss, but before I get to it, I want to discuss a, a matter that you, you judge how serious it is. I think it's serious in, its, in, its, in the broadness of its scope, what it indicates. This particular incident is not that serious, but, but still, I just want to take a moment or two to mention it. The University of Southern California has declared that they will no longer allow the word field to be used in their curriculum. So that they will not say, you know, um, in the math field or in the, in the, um, the social, the, the field of sociology. They will, they have banned the use of the word field, field, F-I-E-L-D, because it has racist connotations. It harkens back to slavery. You know, folks, these people are losing their minds. They really are. They're losing their minds. And so th this is just stupid and silly. But in its, the broadness of its implications are not because, of course, this effort by the left to change our vocabulary is based upon controlling us psychologically, emotionally, intellectually. The word feel, oh, the word feel, oh, that's racist. Oh, oh, forgive me, people. I just used the word field. I shouldn't have done that. I, I, don't, I don't mean to be racist. I can't help it. I mean, what? I, I heard the comedian who often appears on Fox, Jimmy Fallon, I guess his name is. Is that, is that what it is? Whoever it is. No, it's, that's wrong. I, I think that's the wrong name. But whoever it is, say, so in other words, we need to remain, rename the movie. Uh, they, they're going to use practicum now, the word practicum. So he said we ought to rename the movie, not field of dreams now, but practicum of dreams. So I guess we can't say baseball field. I guess we have to say what? I, I, so... It's to control people emotionally, psychologically, and intellectually, too, to control the way that you think. But, and that's, that's evil and twisted and wicked. But this is the other side of that coin, which is just as bad. It keeps us all looking backward. Backward in bitterness. Backward in paranoia. Backward in suspicion, backward in hatred. I mean, are you kidding me? You can't use the word field because it harks back to 150 years ago when slaves worked in the field. I mean, really? I can't believe that any sane adult would send your child to a school that thinks that way and is teaching people to think that way. I mean, my God. Goodness gracious, it just, it just gets more and more ridiculous. It's like, I don't know whether they've held to it,
but like the NBA declared that they would no longer speak of the team owners as owners because the word owner harks back to slavery. A base, a basketball team, a football team, a baseball team is a business. I know it's the business of entertainment by through sports, but it is a business and businesses have owners. You understand when you work for a business, the owner of the business doesn't own you, but the person does own the business. It, it just, it, it, it's so preposterous. And if it weren't so Orwellian, you, we would just laugh and move on. But it is really twisted and wicked and evil because what it, in, it intends to do is to inculcate and indoctrinate people with the notion that they are victims. How does using the word feel offend me when I've never been a slave? And the word has so many different other applications. I mean, like I said, a baseball field. Um, I guess you can't use, you know, the, 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 the center fielder. What is it? What is he supposed to be now? Where you, what, what, what position are you playing? Right field. I guess you can't use that. I mean, you, you can't say, wow, I looked, there's a beautiful, there's a beautiful green field out there. You, I get, and here again, you can't use it to refer to a discipline that somebody knows, you know? Uh, so what, what field do you intend to focus on? History. Oh, don't, how can you make a racist statement like that? The field of history. And Democrats and left their leftist cohorts, they are the authors and engineers of this mind control effort that is going on in our country. And frankly, these people at these universities who are supposed to be smart are too stupid to understand that they're being used or they are complicit in this effort to indoctrinate control to basically mentally and emotionally handicap people by keeping them focused on, on, on something that has virtually nothing to do with them. At any rate, so like I said, it, it doesn't deserve more time than that, but it does deserve some time because it's just indicative of where they're trying to take our country. And, and that's why I've said before, the next president of the United States needs to understand that he can not only be, or she, can not only be a political leader, but must be a cultural leader. They must go after these things. They must awaken the American people to the way that they're being manipulated and the effort to use them and indoctrinate them and put them into a box. Keep us divided. Keep us embittered. Keep us hateful. Keep us suspicious. Keep us paranoia, paranoid. And we, we, we've got to have leadership that calls this stuff out and says this is insane. It is un-American. It is unacceptable. 
and we will not abide by it. Okay. All right, I wanted to get that on the table because it's something that, again, we, we need to keep our eye on that. Let's put it that way. Oh, and by the way, and we need to refuse to bow to this stuff. Refuse to yield to it. Refuse to go along with it. Say, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening to that nonsense. You must be a racist then. No, I'm not a racist, and, and I'm not listening to that nonsense either. I'm a thinking human being, and I am not going to live in the, in the realm of 150 years ago and start trying to parse my vocabulary in light of something that ended in 1865. I mean, that's, it's utterly ridiculous. Um, so here, here's the... Here's the, the well, I, I suppose I could say more serious, immediate issue. It's, it's more immediate. I'm not so sure it's more serious, but it's more immediate. We've now learned that Joe Biden has another cache of classified documents somewhere, and they're refusing to reveal to us where those documents were found now, which I find very interesting. Yeah, we found some more classified documents, but we don't, we, we, they're, they're not disclosing where those documents were found. And I think the reason is because wherever those documents were found, they are learning now that it is incriminating when you've got documents that are found in a place that's been funded by $56 billion, sorry, $56 million of the Communist Chinese Party's money. It is highly incriminating when you've got that money given by the Communist Chinese anonymously and you've got this relationship between Hunter Biden and top party operatives from Communist China who rewarded him significantly while his father was vice president and who cut a $1.5 billion investment deal while his father was vice president. The documents end up in an institution funded by the Communist Chinese Party. That, that ought to give every American the willies. Let me just, I, and when I said this yesterday, I said Biden's a crook. I believe that with all my heart. I don't think that's hyperbole, and I'm not trying to just be insulting to the man or anything like that. I just believe that he's a crook. I believe that he and his family have conducted themselves in a way intended to enrich them, not in a way that's intended to help the country. And for those people who say, well, you're going too far, think about this. Uh, I believe it's the uh, uh, Drug Enforcement Agency that's reported. 2022, we seized nearly 51 million fentanyl pills. 51 million. We seized 11,000 pounds of fentanyl powder. You know, we seized enough fentanyl in 2022 to kill 
379 million people. There's only 333 million people in America. Number might be up now. It might be up to about 340 million given all these illegal immigrants coming through the door. But enough to kill every single American, indeed, every resident of our country. Wouldn't you think that if Biden were concerned about our interests, not his own lust for power, that alone would cause him to act to secure the border, as opposed to lying to us and telling us through Mayorkas and, and it, by his own lips, in fact, this Corinne Jean-Pierre said it the other day, you know. Um, oh, my goodness. In fact, you know what? Let, let me read you this quote uh, because I, I, I almost can't believe that she would say this, but here's what she said. Quote, this president has done more than any prior president to secure the border and build a safe, orderly, and humane immigration system. This president has done more than any prior president to secure the border. I don't even know how you can lie like that. I really don't. I, I just, I don't know whether you are under such delusion that you can say that with a straight face or whether you and think and actually believe in some twisted, misguided, cult-like way that you're telling the truth or you're just lying and you go home and can barely look yourself in the mirror if you have any kind of morals or any kind of integrity. That is a bold-faced lie. Who in the world thinks that Biden has done more to secure the border than any other president? I mean, when we got record numbers of people coming across the border, and I just read you the data on fentanyl, which is killing now 100,000 Americans a year, and may, who knows, maybe kill more in 2023. So... It is crystal clear to me that Joe Biden has no interest at all in protecting, defending, helping the American people unless it benefits him politically. Now, if it benefits him politically, he might do something. But you saw when he went to the border, he made sure that everything was cleaned up. And he, what he saw was pristine. He didn't see any. He didn't see illegal immigrants crossing the border. He didn't see that. They made sure he didn't see it. He walked along the wall that he's supposed to so that people could see, you know, no, no problem here. And he was opposed to the wall in the first place. They didn't take, the, it, 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 the border agents say it is between points of entry that the problem occurs. But that's not where they wanted the president to go because they didn't want the president having a camera looking over his shoulder, watching illegal immigrants come into our country across the border willy-nilly when he has he's taken an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States and, to, uh, and, and the faithful execution of our laws. And he's doing neither. So this, this situation that we're in with these documents then gives me a great deal of pause because I think that these documents have a nefarious purpose. 
I think that these documents are part of the payoff. Maybe the communist China, maybe the Russia, maybe the, who knows? I don't think these documents have been left and labeled personal files on a lark or because somebody looked at them and didn't understand and I'll just throw them in here. I don't believe that. These are rated apparently above top security. Those documents are marked. So I don't believe that. I believe that those documents were left where someone was supposed to have access to them. Now, I trust that they already have had access, and we don't know to what extent our national security has been damaged by those documents being out in the open. Here's another strange thing that I, 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 I want to mention. Now, people are now talking about whether China had access to the documents. When I mentioned it yesterday, after there'd been a day's, day's worth of discussion, and nobody had mentioned that, but they finally did jump on it. They must, have been, they, they must be watching this program or listening to my radio program. But here's another thing that really ought to, to, to the American people ought to find extremely disturbing. The president says, my lawyers told me uh, that I don't want to know what's in the documents. I don't know what's in the documents. I don't want to know what's in the documents. Now just think about that for a second. You're the president of the United States of America. You've been told that there are above top secret security, uh, above top secret classified documents out in the open in a space that you have worked in, in a space that the communist Chinese have contributed to and therefore may well have access to. And your response is, I don't know what's in the documents and my lawyers told me I don't want to know. Well, the only reason why you would pay any attention to lawyers telling you you don't want to know what's in them is if you've done something wrong. I mean, just think about that for a second. Folks, many of you have recommended I run for president, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored by the suggestion. Let's see if I can get my wife's permission to do that. If I were president of the United States, and I was informed that classified documents, that top secret documents, above top secret documents, were found in a place that I knew I had control over or that I had used and that those documents were, were not secure, no lawyer is going to tell me you don't want to know what's in those documents. I'm the president of the United States. My responsibility is the national security of the American people. I, don't tell me I don't. I want to know what's in those documents. I want a thorough investigation as to who could have had access to those documents. I want to know to what extent the national security interests of the United States of America has been, have been harmed by the fact that these documents have been out in the open. I mean, are you kidding me? 
But you know what that statement tells you? He's only interested in himself. My lawyers told me I don't want to know what's in the documents. You're not some podunk civilian who somebody's associated with something that might be illegal. You are the leader of the free world. And the national security of the United States of America is in your hands. And you don't want to know what's in classified documents that are out in the open that potentially maybe communist China has seen. I mean, the, the leaders of the Communist Party have seen. And now there's another tranche of documents. We don't know where those are. We don't know what they are. We don't know where they are uh, housed. Uh, we don't know who, like these first tranche, this first tranche, we don't know who might have had access or who might have seen these documents. Folks, these are grave national security matters. And for the president of the United States to absent himself and to abdicate his responsibility in order to protect his own rear end is just another indication to me. It, it helps to prove, to buttress my thesis that this man's a crook, that he doesn't care about you or me or our country. He only cares about himself. He only cares about power. Now, we don't have the votes in Congress to impeach the man and get rid of him. We got to wait two years, but oh my goodness, we got to pray and fast. In fact, you know what? I think I'm going to call a 40-day fast next year, 2024, leading up to the presidential election because we cannot afford to have this man return to the White House. We just can't. We can't afford it. Now, he probably won't be held accountable, just like Hillary Clinton wasn't held accountable, and we'll never know the damage that uh, classified documents being removed from federal property and protection that that had on our country. We'll, we, we may never know. We may never know. But there's a reason why documents are classified. There's a reason why some things are kept secret. There's a reason why some things are not released to the public. And there's a reason why there are things that we don't want our enemies, and for that matter, we don't even want our friends to know about because they are deeply and profoundly secret and they are things that only should be known by people at the very top level who have to make critical national security decisions for us as a nation. And to say, my lawyers told me, I don't want to know what's in it. I just, I mean, it, it, it leaves me stunned. It really does. But of course, again, it proves my thesis. This man could care less about us or our country. He's looking out for himself. And he's got some people around him, um, the attorney general and others, who they, they're cut from the same cloth. They don't care about the country. Because if they did, they'd do something about this border fiasco we're facing. They don't care about the country. They care about themselves and their own power and protecting themselves. That's why he's not going to be held accountable by anybody in, the, in, uh, in government today. He's not going to be held accountable unless in 2024, we kick him out of office and we find out the crimes were actually actually committed. I'm not talking about persecuting him because we don't like him, but we find, find out that the crimes were actually committed and then he's held accountable by a new administration. But, uh, but short of that, he's home free. He is home free and Hunter's home free. Because 
you know, again, they don't care about the rule of law. They don't care about fairness. They don't care about all of us having confidence in elections and in, in uh, the criminal justice system. They don't care about any of that. All they care about is their own power and privilege and their own agenda for influence and money and, and longevity and power and all that. I mean, that's it. Well, I could add one more thing. They care about the global world government. They, they care about globalism. That's why he treats our border like it's a suggestion. A mild recommendation rather than what should be the hard, fast, firm border of a sovereign nation. Well, folks, that's going to do it for today. Look, I'm going to let you know a little secret. You will get a best of tomorrow. Tomorrow is my birthday, believe it or not. Yes, indeed. I'm getting younger by the day, praise God. And uh, I've got a lot of things to do preparing for this MLK breakfast. <coughs> so I won't be on live tomorrow here or on my radio program tomorrow uh, or Monday, but I will be back uh, on Tuesday born ready to go. In the meantime, please pray for me. Please take advantage of these announcements that I've made for, to come to our MLK breakfast. I will be signing books at the breakfast, by the way. Uh, so if, if you want to get a book and you want to get one from me personally, because the ones you order online, except for the Patriot Partners, they will not be signed, of course. So if you want to come and pick up a book, I'd love to see you. Listen, stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up, because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit, because we are on God's side.